What is going on, Headstrong Nation? Welcome back to another episode. I apologize for my MIA-ness. Allie and I were on vacation, back at it, feeling amazing and feeling refreshed. And this is kind of... Well, I've got two different inspirations for this podcast. One was an Instagram Live I had yesterday, and one was um, something I have noticed and, and noticed myself as I have gotten more successful and actually started to work harder. And these two will kind of coincide. So the first the first topic, and hold on real quick, real quick. I got to get through it, guys. I'm sorry. Shout out to the sponsors of the podcast. If you guys want to support me or the podcast at all, you guys can order from Cured Nutrition, code NK, Megafit Meals, code NK, and you can order from Impact, which is the clothing company. I don't have a code because I'm the owner. Uh, any three of those companies do support me directly, and I do thank you guys very much. If you like this podcast, please give it a five-star review and give me a review down below. I love you all so much. Now, what I want to touch on here, and the first thing I wanted to talk about, and I have touched on this in another podcast, is us being on in work mode, savage mode, um, 24-7. Right, and this is something that is just being pumped out by a lot of people on Instagram specifically right now, and I'm noticing it. Right, they're in beast mode. Right, I'm a savage, 24/7 every day. I work every fucking day. I don't care. I take this. I take that. I never stop. I'm always grinding. Well, look, here's here here's the honest truth, and it's not a pretty truth. It's not a clout chasing truth. It's not a it's not a truth that gets a lot of likes on Instagram, which is why it's not talked about, that's not realistic, right? It's just not. And I'll tell you right now, if you can be in savage mode 24-7, you're not actually in savage mode, right? Because savage mode is really fucking demanding. And I can I can say straight up, I know what my savage mode is. And I'm very, very fucking deadly when I'm in savage mode, but I can't maintain that 24-7. Nobody can. That's like saying I don't need sleep. Sleep's for a week, and you think you're tough because you can go a week without sleeping. Well, guess what? I mean, there's even studies to show this that even in military training, when they try to keep the the guys up all or and women, sorry, or whatever you identify as, uh, keep these people up multiple nights to like assert mental toughness and like train their brains like that's actually not a thing at all sleep deprivation no matter how tough you are makes cognitive function go down which makes overall work output efficacy go down this is literally science right like you can't argue it i don't care how tough somebody thinks they are how they want to portray themselves on instagram you guys should not be trying to emulate that because the non-stop grind the 24 7 the i don't sleep because i'm not where i want to be yet that's bullshit, right? Because there's a massive difference between being effective and being busy. I can be busy 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but that doesn't mean that work's effective. If I'm busy 24 hours a day and I'm still not where I want to be, we've talked about this. You're an idiot. You're not doing anything right. Effort and efficiency, that's when we pair those together, that's that's what we need to be doing. When we go savage mode, everything is 110%. And I don't know about you, but is there any, if I told you, I want you to sprint 110% as fast as you can. And I said, you know what? Just don't stop. That's impossible, right? It doesn't matter how savage the person is. They can't give 110% effort 
nonstop. They'll burn out. They'll get hurt. They'll blow a hamstring. Not enough food application or um, not enough food allegation to even give them the energy to do that. It just doesn't make any sense. But when it comes to sacrificing sleep, chronically elevating stress levels, working, we're like savage mode 24-7. And this is where I'm also going to tie in the other inspiration from this podcast is I had somebody who was on my Instagram live and said, hey, what advice would you give other coaches who are just starting out or trying to make it? And I said, and I thought about this one long and hard, and I said, don't buy into the clout that's around social media with coaches right now. And what I mean by this is it's very, very easy. And and it's very easy to see other coaches build a lot of clout around them just based off of social media presence, posting a lot. Like that's marketing, right? There's nothing wrong with that. That's marketing. But um, when you portray yourself over the top like that, right? And you're very loud 24 seven, Usually it's for a reason, right? Now, majority of people right out the gate, they'll flock to that. They're the clout. You know, the people want to follow the crowd. So it can be very enticing to want to be very loud and very over the top with your marketing tactics. And I see a lot of people saying that they're the best or I'm the best or nobody's better than me. And like, you know, multiple coaches think that they're the the smartest coach on the planet and it's like well that doesn't really make sense there can't be multiple smartest coaches and best coaches on the planet right there really can only be one but the way i see it is everybody's everybody's kind of their own best coach in their own way right and that but again that's not a pretty way to promote things everybody wants to be the best everybody wants to chase the cloud everybody wants to be the number one right? Everybody wants the most likes on Instagram. They want the most amount of clients on their roster. They want to make the most amount of money because that's how they measure success. And my number one tip to all of you, whether you're coaching or not, is don't ever manage or measure your success based off of how much money you're making because that is very, very empty. And you're never going to be truly satisfied with yourself because you're always going to be chasing the money. And like I talked about, I talked talk about this before, it's the less you focus on success and the more you focus on significance, the more successful you will be. So my, my number one, this is dominantly for coaches, but you guys can take this in any, any business that you're going for. My number one tip is build things slow, build things, things firm, and build things off of core values that you don't ever want to break. I have 14 core values. I usually tell my, my mentorship clients to pick five, and that needs to be what you base everything around. Me, I'm an overachiever. I couldn't lower it lower than 14 core values, and I have them written right here next to my, next to my desk. So every day I look at them. My 14 core values are attitude, commitment, courage, humility, initiative, integrity, kindness, leadership, personal growth, respect, responsibility, self-worth, teamwork, and work ethic. So anything I do needs to align with all 14 of those core values. For me, going above and beyond to preach that I'm the best coach on the planet or my team is the best, that doesn't fall under humility. And I also don't think it falls under respect either or leadership. And that's my personal preference, and that's okay because everybody's personal preferences are different. But I was asked what my advice would be to people starting off in the fitness industry. Don't go for clout. 
go for changing people's lives. Because again, it's very easy to look at other coaches who are very big when you're starting off that low and think, man, I am so dumb compared to them. They're a genius. Look, and I said this in my live last night, every single one of you listening to this podcast, you are a genius in your own way. And we have to embrace that because one of my favorite quotes of all time is, it's not how smart you are, it's how you are smart. And we always have to remember that. And same kind of analogy I gave is a math, you, you could look at a mathematician and say, oh my God, he's a genius. He's so good at math. Well, yeah, he's a math genius. He, he might be absolutely an idiot when it comes to fitness, right? He might not know anything. He, he might think that a cupcake is a good thing to eat. You know, like there could be so many idiot things that that math genius can have. But what matters is the way that that person is a genius is through math. The way musicians are geniuses is are through music. The way an artist is a genius is through their paintings. The way I'm a genius is is through connecting with people, and I know that I, I'm I'm a genius with people, and I, I and that you know you could say that's cocky or not, but it's always come back to me for that. I'm very very good at getting people to get out of their own way, self reflect, grow, dig and pull those deep rooted issues out to make them better people. I've always been good at that, and I love people. I am a genius with people. That's where my genius lies. And then you can obviously pair that with bodybuilding coaching because I think hey, I'm I'm not too terrible at what I do there either. But the main things to come back to for this, you guys, is. Don't buy into the hype. Don't buy into clout. Always remember, in in my opinion, silence is always significantly more dominant than noise. Right? There is a lot more power to be had in silence than there is to be loud. And you'll learn significantly more from listening than you will from talking. And I think that's a really important note to understand. I've learned significantly more in my life by listening than I have from speaking. So we always put ourselves as the student. We always listen. Instead of trying to constantly push out that we're the best, we realize, hey, I'm not the best, but I'm a genius in my way, right? I'm a genius when it comes to this, and that's where I excel. And again, that's why my clients on my team, they excel. I don't think I'm the best coach. I don't think I'm an expert in contest prep. I don't think I'm anything close to either of those things. But what I do know is that every single client and athlete on my roster excels very significantly in competing, in life, in in character development, in leadership, in personal growth, because those are my core values. Teamwork, their self-worth, their work ethic, their integrity, their humility, That's something I'm huge for with my athletes, humility. I don't care if you win, lose, anything. You stay humble. You stay respectful of every other competitor on that stage. That's the way I run things. So my number one advice to these people who are starting off in any industry, figure out how you are, your genius, and make that your number one strength. And don't try to be something you're not just to get more clients, just to get more money, just to get more clout. I would much rather grow a thousand followers a year who are there for my core values aligned with me. And I know if these people, I know these people are gonna stay. 
than than get fifty thousand followers a year where I'm getting you know none of them are interactive. They're just kind of following me because of something they've heard or seen. Right? I'll be honest. That's I think where I fail as a coach overall is I'm very or not as a coach, but as like a marketer, is I rarely post about being a coach on my Instagram. I really don't. And I see some of my other buddies who are coaches just killing it. They're po- their posts every day. They're doing informative posts every day. That's just not me. I focus on the clients that are on my roster and I focus on being there for them as much as I possibly can. And that is pretty much it. That's what works for me though. And what's important is it works for me, but it's not what other people are doing. And your way that works for you, and I just did this podcast, my last podcast, it's not about what worked best. It's about what works best for you. And that will always be the main, main dominant variable that we need to focus on if we want to be successful. It's not about being a savage 24-7 It's about being a savage in a time window and getting things done while that savage is turned on and then turning it off so you can recharge those batteries and still be a human being. Because we have to remember, and I'm going to relate this mostly to bodybuilding. Life still happens outside of bodybuilding, whether you want to believe it or not. Whether you want to be the badass who says, this is do or die, this is death. It's not. (laughs) It's not. Life still happens outside of bodybuilding. Life still happens out of every single career or sport that we're going to be in. Now, it can be a very, very big pillar of your life. You can dump your heart and soul into anything. But if you don't give yourself time to pull back, relax, go on vacations, get off of beast mode, you're going to ensure that your beast mode starts becoming less and less effective. Your beast mode is going to turn into bitch mode really fucking fast if you don't give yourself time to recharge your batteries. It does not matter what you think, how tough you think you are, how much of a hard worker you think you are. We need relaxation time and we need pullback time or we get burnout. doesn't matter what it is. If it requires a lot of cognitive effort, we need time away. And what I was going to say in the beginning was I work the most I've ever worked in my life right now. I've got three businesses starting two more this year. Project C announcement coming really, really soon. We're so close, you guys. I can't wait to share it with you. Um, But I'm also taking the most time away from work that I've ever taken in my entire life. How's that possible? Well, because when I work, when I truly work, I'm effective. I don't dabble. I'm not trying to find busy work. I'm getting shit done every time I work. My work ethic and my efficacy and my efficiency is at an all-time high. And when I start feeling it drop and I start feeling myself a little burnt out and I'm, I'm stretching myself a little too thin and I know my work output's going down in some things. Maybe I'm neglecting other things because I'm only putting so much energy into these and then I'm tired. It's time for a vacation. Because that one week away is worth more than three months of me going at 70% capacity, right? Because I'm losing 30% of my workload over the course of three months. That's a lot of work output that I am sacrificing instead of just taking a week off and coming back 110% again. So savage mode, clout, posting about savage mode, It's messing with your guys' brains. 
And I'm seeing people get hurt at the gym. I'm seeing people lose sleep. I'm seeing people abuse caffeine. I'm seeing elevated cortisol levels. I'm seeing comparisons at an all-time high. I'm seeing self-worth going through the trash because people are sitting here thinking, dude, if I'm not beast mode 24-7, like I just don't get it. I can't do that. You're not supposed to do that. It's not, it's not realistic. That's a, that's a showboat for clout. It truly is. I promise you, nobody is truly savage in savage mode for 24-7. Otherwise, it's not savage mode. It's just bullshit. Okay, guys? So take from this podcast what you will. Give yourself a little bit of grace. If you feel like you're burnt out, if you feel like you're overly stressed, if you're just, you just, Every day you wake up, you're like, fuck, this is your permission. Take two days, three days, two to three days. Put your laptop away. Don't go on your phone. Get away. Go to the beach. Stay at a hotel. Go somewhere. Take your loved one. If you're by yourself, take yourself. Take your best friend and just go on a weekend getaway Friday, Saturday, and Sunday and recharge your batteries. I promise you, by the time you come back, you're going to be whipping through work faster than you ever thought possible, and you're going to realize how important mini, mini vacations and full vacations really are for overall output. If we look at, I think it's Sweden, they have like four vacations a year, four week vacations a year, and their productivity is like the top, it's like insane compared to the US, right? Science doesn't lie, numbers don't lie. I'm a numbers guy through and through. So like I said, take from this what you will, guys. Use this as the permission to know that Instagram clout is not reality. Don't buy into it. If you're starting off with coaching, don't don't get caught up in the illusion of trying to be the best and trying to post that you're the best and nobody else compares to you. Because people may flock immediately, but eventually people will see right through it um, always. Stay grounded. Remember that lions hunt in silence.